Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. Today, we'll tackle a timely topic, COVID-19 vaccines, and when you can expect to get one. Before we get into that, I expect you'll want to go back and check out other episodes of The Wrap you may have missed. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. Recently, we've also been posting videos to YouTube, and new episodes can be found as part of the headlines we can review. With that, let's bring in Dana Habers, the Chief Department Administrator for Radiology and a leading member of the COVID-19 Vaccine and Therapeutics Task Force at Michigan Medicine. Dana, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Now, obviously, this has been a big week with the first vaccines being administered by the organization a little bit more than nine months after the beginning of the pandemic here in Michigan. How does it feel to see all the photos and videos of faculty and staff finally being vaccinated after all of the hours that your task force has been planning this whole thing? Yeah, so we we first started convening in November. It's been exhausting, but incredibly rewarding work. I can't think of another moment in our lives or our careers that's going to feel like this. I think my best analogy is something like you're you know, on the deserted island in the middle of the ocean for a year. You're out there in the morning casting your fishing pole and catching your fish. Um, Monday night, watching the videos and seeing the first vaccines uh, across the country was like hearing the plane come. Uh, overhead. And not even just that, like a moment beyond that, a sliver of time beyond that, where you look up and see the pilot and she's waving back to to (laughs) you and you know that you've been spotted. Um, Yeah. yeah. That hope becomes reality. It's really exciting. Yeah. I think it's emotional. And I think even to, to build on your analogy, I mean, it's not even just to rescue you, right. It's, it's everyone, right. It's here to sort of, to make an impact on everyone. And I think that that's sort of that's what's hit me is that, yeah. you know, everyone can sort of get their life back a little bit more. At least we can see the light at the end of that tunnel, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, can you explain a little bit more about the process for receiving a vaccine and, and how faculty and staff can sign up to get vaccinated? Sure. Yeah. So I, I think it's worth saying first, we are deeply committed to getting vaccines to everybody who wants one. Um, currently, if you've been connected to the news, you know, vaccine supply is limited. So we've developed a system to administer it to the highest priority groups first. Those priority phases and tiers are developed in alignment with recommendations from the CDCs, what they call their Advisory Council on Immunization Practices, or ACIP, and the Michigan Department of uh, Health and Human Services. So the guiding principles behind them are to decrease death and serious disease as much as possible, preserve the functioning of society, of which healthcare systems are a really important part, reducing the extra burden this disease is having on people who are already facing disparities, and increasing the chance for everyone to enjoy health and well-being. So the initial focus for us uh, has been on the preservation of critical healthcare infrastructure. So for our first vaccines, they're going to frontline healthcare workers who are at high risk in areas of the health system. Um, I think we're trying to keep infrastructure going to remain ready to care for both COVID and non-COVID patients across our community. So the first step for anyone who wants to be vaccinated by University of Michigan is to complete their Blue Q questionnaire. This is a new tool that we developed, and it's important to gather the necessary information from you 
to help us distribute the vaccine according to that prioritization grid. All right, so now let's say I've filled out BlueQ, which I have, <laughs> what happens then? Once complete, uh, vaccine recipients in each phase, so as it becomes your turn, uh, and we will know those as vaccine delivers, that supply will ramp up. Um, we'll send you an invitation to schedule your appointment. So we have the vaccine, we have plenty of appointments available. You'll get an invitation to sign up. Recipients should keep in mind when you get that invitation, right now we're administering the Pfizer vaccine. So that requires a first dose and then a second dose 21 days later. So just as you're scheduling your appointment, keep that in mind and look at both dates on your calendar. Once you receive that invitation, it's a standing invitation. So I know everybody's learning and um, you know, kind of figuring out what, what their individual plan is. Uh, you can schedule at any point when appointments are available from that point forward. They'll continue to open up over time as, as we get more vaccines. Yeah, so I'm glad you mentioned the Pfizer vaccine. I know right now that's the only one available, but others may be made available in the very near future. Will employees be able to choose which vaccine they wanna get? That is a great question. I, I, you know, we're prepared to administer anything that we're allocated, including a scenario where we may have multiple vaccines available. At this time, our focus is really on administering the first available. We don't intend to allow this choice because our goal is really to use as much of the vaccine as quickly as possible. So including a scenario where we may have multiple manufacturers. Um, one important point for the listeners, it's important that they know whatever they receive for their first dose, they need to receive the second dose from the same source and the same manufacturer. So how long do you anticipate it will take to vaccinate all U of M faculty, staff, and students who want to get vaccinated? The million dollar question. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we just don't know at this time. Like I said, we're moving as quickly as possible. As soon as we get it, we're administering it. Um, the CDC has on their website, they're assuring us vaccine supply will increase over time and that there will be enough doses for all adults in 2021. I think I want to emphasize every dose we receive, we're administering as quickly as possible. It's our goal to get, get moving as quickly as possible. I think the other um, thing to point out is there's significant operational complexity around this. So just in the first week here, we've had an opportunity to test our systems and workflows. The vaccine is a federal asset. So with that, we're, we're required to manage this resource in a very unique way. We have a lot of regulatory and operational requirements around it. So this first week, we've, we're really confident we have that foundation built and we're ready to expand uh, appointments next week. We have to do things like secure our two new freezers, which we had a naming contest for. We welcome Kelvin and the temp, the temp, the temp to our <laughs> vaccine task force. We have to make sure that they're, we're monitoring them for you know, temperatures. We have to make sure we're timely reporting vaccines to the Michigan registry. Uh, we have to uh, make sure our assumptions are correct. We have supply chain and PPE in place for our vaccinator workforce. So a lot of testing has been happened. And now we feel really great that that infrastructure is in place. And if we get more vaccines, as we get more vaccines, we'll be able to ramp up supply of appointments really quickly. Is there anything else you think employees should know about vaccines or the process to get vaccinated? You know, there's some really excellent resources. Just if you have an internet connection or a smartphone, you can go to CDC's coronavirus FAQs on the vaccine. 
I think we have a lot of work ahead of us on community engagement and just dissemination of information. It can be confusing. There's a lot happening moment by moment and a lot developing under our feet as we move forward with this and kind of march ahead. I think the final point I'd like to make is just that this pandemic has taken an incredible toll on all of us. And I think we have to stick together. We have to support one another show empathy and compassion and keep one another safe. Even after receiving the vaccine, we must continue to demonstrate vi vigilance and personal commitment to take all measures to prevent the spread of COVID. So that means continuing to wear your mask and your PPE at work, staying six feet apart from others outside of your bubble, avoiding crowds, washing your hands often. I think we'll get through this. You know, I keep seeing that pilot up above us waving, but yeah. we have to remain vigilant. Well, that's tremendous. Now, if employees want to learn even more about the vaccination process at Michigan Medicine specifically, how can they go about doing that? We're updating our FAQs on the Michigan Medicine Headlines website daily. So stay tuned in. There's a lot of information coming out. Um, most importantly, if you want to be vaccinated, uh, you must go to Blue Q. So that's also available. There's a link on the Michigan Medicine Headlines uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 vaccination website. So please go get in the queue. Thank you so much, Dana, for sharing this timely and crucial information. As Dana mentioned, if you want to learn more about COVID-19 vaccines, including a Q&A with Task Force member Dr. Sandra Sinti, you can go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. While you're there, you could find other featured stories from this week. For instance, Dr. David Spollinger reflected on his tenure as UMHS president, which ends later this month. Employees learned about the Cancer Network of West Michigan, and faculty and staff were honored for demonstrating patient and family-centered care as part of the recent Hope and Joy Awards. Find all those stories and many more at mmheadlines.org. All right, it's time for the weekly trivia contest. Last episode, we asked listeners, which U of M group recently debuted a special performance dedicated to frontline heroes? The answer is the Michigan Marching Band. Congratulations to Jacqueline Dufek, who sent in the correct answer. Jacqueline, a member of the Department of Communication, will be in touch shortly to help you claim your prize. Now for this week's question. The first COVID-19 vaccines administered by Michigan Medicine were developed by which company? Once again, the first COVID-19 vaccines administered by Michigan Medicine were developed by which company? If you know the answer, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. And hint, all you have to do is rewind a little bit of this episode and you'll find the answer. It's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much, Dana, for joining us. And thank you to all of our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next week.